podcast with matt now hey everyone hey al how's it going it's going great matt and uh we've got an exciting show today i think yeah tell me we are gonna finish off our health and wellness series with pet health yes yes we are and we have today in the house mr rick allen owner of the Appleby line in dundas bark and fits hey rick how's it going great how are you guys doing we're doing, doing awesome, awesome today day so let me start off here with you, Rick, about uh, my new kitten. <sighs> we were talking the other day about how I should feed her raw food. That blew my mind. because I Okay, so I had a kitten 20 years ago. We got this little kitten, and you know we were young and had no money, so that kitten never went to the vet, <laughs> had good food. <laughs> was, she was treated well. I loved her, but yeah. you know she was living the same life I was, pretty hurting. Never had a problem. Lived 20 years, all the way to a natural death right here. But now I have a new kitten, and I'm all, you know, I want to really treat her well, and stuff like that. And we were talking about, you know, so I bought the, the I guess, the dry food from you guys? Yeah, yeah dry yeah. kibble. Yeah, yeah, which I thought is normal, but you were saying raw food? Yeah, raw food's the way, where it's at, really. And I was in the same position as you, like 20 years ago, uh, we adopted, the, I had this cat, and my roommate and I adopted this cat, saved it, uh, and you know, you're like, okay, I, I just want to give it the best, like a baby, there's this new thing, I want it to start off clean and eating the best, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like a baby. Um, but yeah, 20 years ago, it, pets were a little different. Um, you know, they were just cats, you know, there's just your, your pet cat. Now they're even more family members, but yeah, anyway, what I was saying 20 years ago when I, we got the cat, I went into the pet store and I said, what's the, I, I got this cat. What's the best food to give it? And the kid there took me over to this bag of nutrients and here, this is the stuff. This is what you feed. This is the best stuff that we've got. Okay, good. And just fed it. I didn't want to stop and, and read the ingredients. I'm thinking, I have a cat. What should I feed it? Cat yeah. food. The cat gets cat food. That's all. I never thought, what should a cat be eating? Yeah, exactly. Like, are we, the, the, the other one, we fed like Meow Mix. Yeah. Forever. Because the commercials cool say it. it's great and your cat's happy and it's going to dance and sing if it eats it, right? Um, so, yeah, you just fed your cat the cat food and that was it. You didn't think about it. You put it in the bowl and that's what it gets for its 20 years. If it's lucky to live that long. But, but the whole raw food thing, that like really raw food for a cat? Yeah. And uh, and what would you, like you just get to catch a bird and just throw it down there and let it eat it? Well, <laughs> that's it, what a lot it, of people it, think at first. It, it's funny you guys bring that up because I, I looked at it from an entirely different perspective. I grew up in a rural environment where cats like were outside and caught birds and, and little critters and ate those things. And we always fed our pets table scraps. Really? Yeah, we've never we never bought. See, I always food. heard that was bad. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that perspective myself because I'm curious. Is like, I always thought it was like cat food. Okay, it's processed stuff. Okay, sure you're putting nutrients and good stuff into it, but is it really like how is it any better than what they would catch naturally outside, like a mouse or a bird or whatever you know, or even a, do a dog? See, dog is different because dogs. Anybody I knew had a dog, it was always like, oh, we'll just go buy them raw bones from the butcher and stuff. Yeah, so Ian, when he first got Moose, 
he was feeding it raw food. Now, when Kelly got pregnant, I'm sorry, everyone, you don't know who these people are, but when his wife got pregnant, yeah. they heard it was bad to have the raw food around babies. Babies. Sure. So he was switched instantly over to, I guess, kibble is what you call it, the harder food. Right. Um, and never went back. So the raw, I, the raw food thing yeah. blows me away. I don't under, really understand it. Like you got to go in every day and get like a, a fresh cut. Yeah, no. So uh, company, there's companies out there, and and the vets, a lot of the, the the standard vets are not taught about raw food diet. They're not taught a lot of nutrition. So if you go into a vet and you say, "Oh, I'm feeding my my cat, my dog raw food," you know, someone will be like. Oh. Oh, and like take a step back. Oh, you, you might get salmonella. Are there any right. small kids in the house? Yeah. Because, you know, they could uh, potentially catch that. Yeah, that's what they would get. So, yeah, but yeah. Out. yeah. And, and I think it's a bit of a scare tactic. And there is a small percentage that maybe after your dog eats that raw food diet, which, again, if you get it from a reputable company, it doesn't contain any bacteria. It's not dirty. There's no bacteria there until it has time to really grow. Right. Um, so, you know, the, there is some potential that maybe if your dog just eats its raw food, immediately goes and kisses your baby. There's a dog uh, now. That's my store calling. And they probably have a question. I, I'm curious about something because I, I know Matt's experiencing this. And so as a parent, when you have a young child, you baby proof your place. What do you do when you have a young cat? Yeah. Oh, or a young Here we dog. go again. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So, Al, you were talking about cat proofing because yeah. my, my little girl's a terror. And I forget what it, I forgot what it's like to have a kitten, right? It was 20 years ago when I had a kitten. Yeah. And she was a terror too, but I kind of forgot thinking this new cat, like, oh, it'll be like the old cat. Just do do do. <laughs> no. She's like, but she's so cute. And she sleeps on, on <laughs> So she's looking like. They make them cute for a reason. Ah, I can't even be mad at you anymore. Yeah, I can't. I don't want to harm you. You're so cute. I say the same thing with babies and puppies and kittens. They make them cute for a reason, right? Yeah. So you can put up with them for that long. <laughs> so the one that, the thing I wanted to grasp on too was this. We were talking a couple of weeks ago about this FDA thing. Please explain that uh, because I don't even know where to start with that. Yeah. So I subscribe to this website, Dog Food Advisor. Um, and I get emails whenever there's a recall on any food. Um, I'll get an email. There's some pig ears right now. Pig ears have been on recall for a, a long time. Um, anyway, yeah, so the FDA released a statement saying, uh, you know, the clickbait was dogs eating grain-free diets are getting heart disease. And that was the statement. So you read further into the article, they're saying the grain-free foods uh, may be uh, potentially harmful to your dog. Right. Well, like 50% of North Americans feed their dog grain-free foods. And you see them now, a lot of commercials are showing uh, grain-free foods, leaning towards grain-free foods. Their case is saying that these exotic uh, legumes like lentils, chickpeas, potatoes are potentially causing dilated cardiomyopathy in dogs. Okay. And they sent out this report. And here's, here's based on market share, here are the foods, most common foods. There was like a dozen lined up, 15 lined up. Uh, and at the top of it was one of the, um, the my best-selling food. Right. Uh, the Acana product. 
Uh, that's our best selling food. And that was at the top based on market share because Acana has been doing so well. Uh, you'll never see a commercial about Acana because they just can't afford to, to pay these commercials. They put their money into the food. So yeah. Acana was on the top of the list based on market share and then some others. And then uh, which dogs were affected? Well, Golden Retrievers were also on the top of the list because uh, they're, uh, well, they're genetically predisposed to getting it anyway. So they're on the top of the list. I didn't bring any numbers with me, but... Uh, how, how factual was the report? There's so many holes in it, and it's not based on any scientific facts. Um, so they, you know, the tagline was there was a, there was a potential link to it, um, but then the FDA went on to say, um, I should have brought the paperwork, um, that there's 77 million dogs in the United States and 560 were, uh, may have been affected by it, these grain-free foods. Like like five hundred and sixty like dogs, dogs, yes. yeah, out of millions, uh, seventy-seven yeah. million. The yeah. ratio isn't. It's insanely small sample size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, and and tons of holes in it. Saying so, was that, it like clickbait? Totally, totally and, clickbait. And and did did they specify who funded the research? No, um, so I went into it. Yeah, it doesn't say who's funded the research. Because that would also be interesting to find out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, and there's some lawsuits going on now, and, and everyone's doing some science and doing some research. Champion Pet Food and all the other companies that were to blame uh, are doing uh, research to yeah. get yeah, some, you know, to see if there's You any know who s- put it out there? The lawyers. Well, the only, they seem to be the only ones making money now. Well, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that. Uh, I, I knew there would be some sort of revolution in the pet food industry. Uh, you know, our store's been there 12 years, and, and we that store came about because we just wanted pet owners to think about what they were feeding their pets. Instead of going, getting a new puppy, getting a new kitten and going into the store and saying, "Uh, what's the best cat food you got? I'm gonna feed my cat cat food. You know, taking that bag home, never reading the ingredients and just feeding it your cat for a dozen years, 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted people to think about what they were feeding their pets. So, um, you know, our tagline at the store, I always say, you know, Buy 12 bags, the 13th bag is free. None of the food we carry contain any corn, wheat, or byproducts. And that, I, I would just say that as they're on their way out and hopefully, you know, planting a seed. So when they got home, oh, no corn, wheat, or byproducts. What's in my dog's food? What's in my cat's food? And, and going home and maybe reading their bag that they got from the grocery store, maybe yeah. even the vet clinic. Honestly, was it before, it, it, until I met uh, you and Steve and dogs and everybody i yeah. really never thought about it like my a cat yeah. I, I feel so bad now because i yeah so cat cat food right you get your cat and you feed a cat food and but a lot of people argue yeah i had my cat 20 years and i fed it Bial mix that's what we did right and it lived 20 years i didn't take it to the vet and it's all good and there's an argument for that but it just goes to show you how resilient the cat is and maybe the cat could have lived longer maybe it could have lived a better life so rick we were talking about uh my cat and food you see what I feed her now. You were talking about raw food, but like I said, it seems kind of daunting, the raw food thing. Right. And it it really is. And, and once you get a handle on it, it's, it's simple and you can get creative with it. But now there's companies that have it all set for you. All you have to do is thaw and serve. You figure out the portion size, how much your dog or cat needs to be eating that day, oh. and now you can portion it out. You even have fancy bowls with lids, and now you can have you know up to three days in the fridge. It'll sit thawed up to three days, maybe what, four. What is this raw food exactly? Like, what are we, is it like, you know, yeah. other cats? So to make up, you know, we were talking before about cats, what, 
what's in your cat and dog food and what should they be eating? Well, what's, uh, you know, a cat? What's in your cat food? I'm just going to feed it this cat food. No, a cat's a feline. Now, what would a feline be eating? What would a dog be eating? What would, uh, you know, a canine be eating? instead of just dog food. It's canine food. So what makes up cat's diet? Well, you you know, a cat goes out and catches mice, catches rabbits, catches birds and eats them pretty much whole. May leave the head, you know, may leave the stomach, uh, but will eat that whole thing. And that's what makes up a cat's diet. And a cat's different from a dog. It's more of a carnivore than dogs are. And it actually has a more sensitive system than dogs do uh, and need more of that uh, raw meat, really. So right. they'll they'll eat a mouse, and in that mouse you've got bone, you've got fur, you have muscle meat, you have ligaments. Um, uh, what am I missing? Organs. Right. <laughs> Organs uh, carry taurine, which is uh, cr- critical for cats. Cats and dogs uh, both need taurine um, to live. What's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, taurine, it's a yeah, it's a chemical. I don't know what, what taurine is, <laughs> um, but it, I know it's found in organ meats, and you can get supplements in that. So the cats would get it from their or, the organ meats. Okay. Uh, then you know, in the bone, they're gonna get calcium. Oh, um, I see where you're going. You know, with this. so okay, the, yeah. the ligaments and into the cartilage, they're gonna get their um, their nutrients for their own ligaments. Right. So that's so, but what in in the actual portions that you can buy? Yeah, what is, is that like? Fish? Is it beef? So is all it- proteins. You want to rotate through. So a good starter is a white meat, turkey, or a chicken, and in that you'll find the meat and bone and cartilage. Uh, you know the muscle meat. Also, uh, there has to be some organ meat um, and some omegas of some sort. Okay. Um, so you could add fish oils. Uh, there is um, tripe. Tripe's really good for cats and dogs, and they get a lot of omegas from that and fiber. So that makes up and, and about 5% of fruits and vegetables based on what they would find in the contents of their prey that they killed. Right, okay. So, but yeah, I mean, these, these portions, they're not like bird. Right, no, uh, we, we do have, there's a game bird, which is really? like fennis, uh, yeah, it's pheasant, Cornish hen, and that's a good one for cats, and you just thaw it and serve it, they usually come in like burger patties or medallions, you can get it in various forms. And so the, the cats must love this. They do, and there's natural moisture in that, in the meat as well, so cats will drink less. You hear of cats getting, uh, you know, kidney stones and uh, urinary tract infections a lot. Yeah. They're not designed to be eating crunchy kibble. Right. They're designed to be eating meat. And dogs, uh, I'll talk more about dogs because cats are the same too, but dogs, you know, it's gulp. Wait, 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 gulp. Before we go to dogs, yeah. How much? what's the price difference? Is it really expensive to feed a raw food? No. Uh, nowadays, it's becoming a lot more competitive as it's gained in popularity. Um, it's more competitive. And uh, a lot of these good quality kibbles have gone up in price as well. So it is a little more, but not that much more. Right, right. Really, a little more preparation. Uh, and you'll probably have a lot less vet bills too. So it, it equals out in the end. So you did dog food. Yeah. Clearly. Okay. So would you recommend then? I, I Okay. Let's pretend I got a puppy. It's a golden retriever. It's now six months old. What do I do? Well. First uh, puppy. Yeah. First puppy. Uh, look at what you're feeding it, right? Uh, look into maybe some training, but uh, along the lines of nutrition, you want to feed it the best you can. You know, some people will say, oh, you can't feed puppies raw, but you could. Um, 
I didn't do they don't recommend you start at raw? Well, they who's they that some people would say no, but you could. Dogs could start out right away on the raw food diet because I always think back to what if we weren't here? What if the humans were gone? What are dogs going to do? They'd scavenge in a bit, but they're going to hunt. Well, they're wolves, essentially, right? right? Yeah, that's how they're made up. And their digestive system is exactly the same. And it has not evolved over the years. We haven't domesticated them enough to take away their, uh, their digestive system. Right, yeah, yeah. So they'd eat us. Well, yeah, they'd probably until we started <laughs> stinking and rotting, but they would scavenge. So I always go back to that. Okay, what if we weren't here? What would dogs do? They would eat raw food. They would catch things and kill them. Uh, the mothers would feed their puppies raw meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they would have. You have to feed them more though, right? So puppies, you need more. You need like double the amount because as they're growing, they need more of the, more nutrients. Um, that and and bones too. Uh, dogs should be chewing bones on a daily basis. Uh, you know, I'm not brushing my dog's teeth. Yeah. I'm not. Right. I'm not getting a puppy and thinking, okay, I'm going to start getting it used to the toothbrush because I'm going to be brushing its teeth mm-hmm. twice a day for the rest of its life. So, do you, do you have a pet? I do not. <laughs> no, that's no, a, that's interesting. A I mean, I believe a dog deserves a certain lifestyle that we can't provide as a family right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I get a lot of people that leave their dogs in crates, you know, eight hours that, a day. That's a very important point, because, and I think we really should talk about this, because there are some pet owners that really are should not be, just like there are some parents oh. out there that should not be. Yeah. Right? Yes, and dogs are easier to get. Well, are they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, either. But the thing is, is, and I've seen it, and, and you hear about it, you know, about these puppy mills and things like that, where people are holding these animals and breeding them and constantly breeding them and breeding them and breeding them. And then they're taking these animals and then they're selling them. And, and it's, it's really bad because a lot of these pets, they're inbred and things like that. And, and they have deformities and all kinds of things. And it's oh, Dalmatians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or DCM and Goldens. They're overbred too. So they're going to see more heart disease in these types of breeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because not food. people want them perfect. Is that it? I just want them. They just want them. Yeah. And they overbreed them because it's the puppy mills that just want to make money. So they'll overbreed them. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll get deformities. I'm, I'm the type of person. I, I want the thing from the beginning to like, you know me. You're yeah. mine. Right. And these like these people that get the rescue dogs and the, these rescue kittens and everything, I'm like, this kitten's already been. It's like, I don't know if I'd adopt a child. As callous as that sounds, sorry, YouTube. There's risk there when you adopt a dog that, yeah, it may have some baggage. But what I've seen is typically there's more appreciation. The pet almost seems to appreciate the fact that, you know what, you've taken me off after I've been with this family for six years that just left me. And now I have to find a new home and you've taken me on. There's a, there's a sense of appreciation there that I've seen in pets and the pet owners have seen. Like that dog appreciates you and loves you a little more, whether it's trying to make up and say, uh, don't leave me don't leave me uh because my last freaking family did you take care of me i'm going to give you extra love so maybe you won't have has me. separation issues maybe uh, not necessarily it might even be a better dog because of it but more about nutrition and reading your dog and cat's food bag of food okay so i go to a store i go to your store and i say uh yeah okay no better yet better example my wife she's a nutritionist for humans 
And she reads the label on everything, yeah. which I do not. Right. Like I, the label, it's just the advertisement. I right? love to. It's for fun. For fun, I'll read the ingredients. I'll go to, you know, when we first started out and I was reading books 12 years ago, reading books about uh, pet nutrition, uh, I'd go into the grocery store and for fun, I'd pick up the bags and I'd go, can you believe that's in here? And So you know what that stuff is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the first five ingredients will tell you a lot about a food. Uh, and then when you go down further and meet, read things like byproducts and meat byproducts, that's when it gets terrible. And even with vet foods, right? Like you want to, where do we even start? You, you want to look at the ingredients and make sure you can read them. And there's not a ton of them. Now, is that a regulation that they don't have to put stuff on? There's there? no regulations in the pet food industry. At uh, all? At all in Canada. None. In, you can feed them anything. Yeah, I could, I could all could, of a sudden start just putting stuff together in the kitchen. Yeah, and bag it up and sell it. Totally. And wow. in the U.S., wow. they have the AAFCOs in the U.S., but uh, the big companies run the AAFCO. So they're on the board uh, of all these big companies. And the big companies in the pet food industry, uh, Mars, Mars owns Royal Canin. Now, I may get this wrong, don't quote me, but I believe it's Mars that owns Royal Canin. Um, Hill's Science Diet is owned by Colgate Palmolive. So Colgate Palmolive is a huge company uh, and lots of all these little companies underneath mm -hmm. it. Why right. would they yeah. want their hands in a dog food company? Uh, the only reason I can think of is it's, it's profitable, right? It's making some money. Uh, and then, yeah, I, said, I covered Royal Canin, right? It's owned by Mars. Colgate Palmolive owns Hill Science Diet. Colgate Palmolive, Colgate like my, the, the, the toothpaste yeah. slash dish soap. Yeah. yeah, and they have a ton of food and things underneath <laughs> them. Do you know uh, about this? And then Nestle You're a business Purina. jerk. You should know about this. And of course, Purina's <laughs> owned by Nestle Purina, another huge company, right? Why are they on these dog food companies? Because it's profitable. The dog foods were invented by humans, like after the World War. Before that used to be in tins, they'd have this wet food, old Roy in tins. Well, they needed the tin. What are we going to do to make uh, pet food now? Well, uh, let's cook it and put it in a bag. Now you can just pour it out of a bag, pour it in the bowl. Convenient, easy. Plus, we've got all these grains around. We've got all the plentiful grains. There's corn, there's wheat, uh, you know, there's rice. And we've got all these cheap grains uh, left over from mass producing our human food. Um, and then we've got all this scrap meat byproducts. Tons of it. Because we're not selling that to the humans. We'll put some of it in hot dogs, but... Um, <laughs> we're, we're, they're, they're, we got to make some money off of this. What are we going to do? Well, take all this shit and put it in and we'll cook the hell out of it. And we'll put it in a bag and sell it as dog and cat food. You know, and if you look at the ingredients, they haven't changed much in your, in some of these big companies' uh, foods. It hasn't changed much. Well, those were cheap ingredients. If you've ever bought a bag of food from your, your veterinarian, you'll know that it's not cheap. But if you look in the ingredients, dirt cheap. Our margins on the food that we carry in our store, none of the food we carry contain any corn, wheat, or byproducts. The margins on pet food in our store is like 27%, maybe 32% uh, markup. So we're not making a lot of money on the food. Uh, you know, we're doing it as a, a service uh, and hopefully you pick up a pet toy along the way. Right. So uh, not huge margins in our dog food, but the vets must be a lot more than that. Having all those cheap ingredients and selling it for what you're selling it for. There must be big margins, which would lead me to believe there's huge profit in it. And that's why Nestle Purina is involved and Mars companies. Huh. Um, so then they made this kibble. 
cook the hell out of it, and then go back. If you look on some of the foods, the bottom list is huge of all the vitamins and minerals they've gone to go and add back into it. But if you go on the back of a raw food package that's complete, there's five ingredients. And maybe you're adding in um, some fish oils. Uh, or as part of your rotation, you're having tripe in there as well, but you're feeding white meats with red meats and you're rotating that throughout the week uh, to get the best nutrition. And then you can throw raw eggs on there. You know, we used to have lake smelt. You put lake smelt on there, raw quail eggs, uh, duck eggs, all this, all this stuff's great for them. And fruits and vegetables too. Whole foods are good. You know, you had mentioned that we're not supposed to eat, feed our pets um, human food. Well, of course not. What are we eating now? You know, there's a great... It's direct relationship between human food and, and pet food. But what are we eating now? A lot of processed food. So yeah, in the 80s, 90s, you don't want to feed your 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 animals what we're feeding. Subway. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> the majority of it is processed. But whole foods, fruits and vegetables and, and meats. Uh, I, I like to think, before I got into the pet industry, I was like 15, I was at my step people's farm out in Tilsonburg and they had a tobacco farm and uh, they had this dog, Odie. He was a farm dog big you know he lived to like he was probably 20 as well big Garfield. fat dog yeah and uh he uh he would get table scraps but you know on, in Tilsonburg on the farm grandma wasn't cooking processed crap you know she was making it from scratch whole food so it would get those scraps and in it would be maybe some corn and some wheat and that which are some grains but the one time I was there Odie went out and caught a groundhog uh, the gopher and brought the gopher back and I remember sitting there watching him eat the whole thing the 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 head the paws the tail the fur everything but the stomach because what was in the stomach it would have been the grasses in that uh, and maybe some grains so Odie's like eh, I don't need that I just got scraps from the table I'll leave the stomach well my dad's dog came up and, and sucked down the stomach just for sport but Odie ate that entire gopher <laughs> and uh, except the stomach uh, that's how he supplemented his diet. So he would have just gone out and caught these animals, but bonus, he's getting scrapings from from grandma's dinners. Uh, and I try to base uh, animal nutrition, dog nutrition kind of like that. You know, feed your dog a raw food diet. Make sure it's a complete diet and do it the raw food. But you know what? Ah, I didn't thaw it out. Okay, tonight you get some of our table scraps because we're eating, we've made our food from scratch. Have some of this, some fruits and vegetables, a chicken breast, whatever, right? Uh, and you can supplement it that way. And once you get a handle on uh, that and you're comfortable feeding the raw food diet, you realize that it's not that scary and you can get creative with it. Um, so Rick, uh, we can find you at Applebee and Dundas, Bark and Fitz yes. with all your information. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug? You got any Facebook stuff, Instagram? Uh, yeah, Instagram and Facebook's on there. I do some videos. Uh, you know, read your dog's food. What's in your dog's food? What's in your cat's food? What should a cane, What should a cat be eating? What should a, uh, a canine be eating? What should a feline be eating? Right. You know, ask yourself that question. Read your bag of food and, and see if that's it. And, and look for raw food diets, even if you could get it in, you know, a few times a week. I'm going to look into it myself for my cat. It was a pleasure having you here, Rick. Right on, Say goodbye, you. Al, and have a great one. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Jam Production Company, its affiliates, and or its partners.